Welcome to Courageous Leadership with Virginia Prodan, training you to lead with courage. Hello, everyone. We are so happy you are here. We have a very, very special guest today, Alice LaBianco, and she's a Christian author, a speaker, and a prophetic encourager, and she's a very dear friend of mine. I treasure her, and she is a courageous leader. In fact, my podcast is called Courageous Leadership, so um, I invited her to share her wisdom with us as a courageous leader. So welcome to our show, Alice, and you have the floor. Thank you, Virginia. I so love knowing you every every time. I think we met two years ago uh-huh. at a hotel, the Trump Hotel, and uh, I was just... I think so we met over. at the Museum of the Bible when I was the speaker there. Okay. You remember okay. the women's conference? Yes, there we go. Yes, yes. Always yeah, and when I came story. to to uh, New York, I believe, for TBN, Eric Metaxas' uh, mm. show, and you and Tony were so kind, and you met me, and we have a brunch uh, in the hotel. Yes, I remember well, it's that. Always in, oh, it's always awe-inspiring to be with you, Virginia. Thank you. Thank you. So uh, years ago, about uh, 2008, I, I lost my husband, Joe. We have a, a large piece of property, and uh, it was very hard for me financially. And um, I was so depressed and sad and lonely, and I wanted to reach out and help women, especially who had suffered loss. Um, and But even that was not successful. I know so many people were getting helped, uh, in getting a relationship with the Lord and, and, um, but, but the, but we were just failing miserably financially. And, uh, I was so afraid I was going to lose the house. I just wanted to wake up and be somebody else, you know? And I, when every morning I would seek him so diligently and I would, would journal and, my questions and all my fears and everything, because I know he has all the answers, but you know, then he started answering me through my pen, through, um, through writing. I would write down these beautiful, beautiful thoughts and encouragement. And so I started sharing them with some of my friends and they were so touched. So then I really started sharing them daily. And, and then eventually turned them into a book called uh, Meditations from Your Abba Father, which is my main ministry because it's just such beautiful encouragement and love from the Lord. Um, The words came from him directly, and um, that has been my inspiration. Uh, Let me just read you, like, tomorrow's, um, June 6th. I am here with you now, my beloved child. Rest in that assurance. Today we'll have many issues to be dealt with. Don't get so bogged down with them that you forget to seek me, for I am always right here beside you. My love for you cannot be measured in words, but in day-to-day direction I give you. I love you so much that I sent my son to die for you. Could you do that? 
if you didn't know someone? That is the proof that I know you and that I love you more than you can even begin to understand. I know every hair on your head and I love every one of them. I know every problem you're going through. They're not easy, but they are ways to draw you close to me. Work through them with me. Think of Jesus' death on the cross as my personal gift to you. Yes, I would have done that if you were the only person in the entire world. I will always love and take care of you. Let's walk through these issues together. So daily, he was just giving me these incredible gifts of his love and presence, and that I should not be afraid, that he would always be with me. And my goal, if I kept myself making my number one priority, getting to know him, uh, seeking him, that he would reward me bountifully. And he did. It was a prophetic seven years between when my husband died, Joe, and then I married my husband, Tony. And uh, we have been very happy. God solved the financial issues before him, before Tony. And, um, but it was all a beautiful learning experience and has become my testimony as I reach out to help others. That's so beautiful. Tell us, from what I understood from you, God's words and listening to him and journaling, Mm. Build that courage in in your life to go on and do your part because God is faithful and will do his part. And mm. out of that came something that you never thought about, you know, to write a book or to be an encourager daily to others. Yes. Uh, what would you say to someone who might be in a situation that you had been many years ago and think that they cannot offer anything, that they cannot do anything, what would be your response? Seek his face, and that's more important than anything. My time that I had was when I first got up and I was able to spend a couple hours in the morning with him. And I make, my, I make it a specific place that's my prayer room. And in my room, it's not a closed room. It's in a large room, but it's in a corner with a chair. And, and I even have little candles that I light and I, uh, I make the atmosphere beautiful. And I have a, a picture of Jesus that I love on the side so that I, I come and I, and I seek his presence. I light the candle. I ask for the Holy Spirit to come in and, um, I, I just, and I, and I start writing, I praise him. I listen to, sometimes I listen to quiet music that inspires me. It's important to try, if you don't feel like you're getting anywhere, you just, you have to press on because trust me, he wants it more than anything in the world to be close to you and you will be so well rewarded. And also I know that you said that you're, I was full of wisdom. The wisdom that I have is, is my beautiful Bible that I read so much. I try to read an hour a day and it's, when you really love the Lord, it is so interesting. I just keep, you know, I'm just torn apart when I have to get away from it. But I'm now in Proverbs, which is full of wisdom, right? And uh, I'm reading the Passion Translation, which makes it very easy. And they say it's from the Arabic, and it's very, very good. Uh, it's a beautiful translation, and I'm enjoying that very much. 
right now. But I, I come to the Lord and um, offer praise and thanksgiving. Sometimes I'll sing, and then I'll get into my Bible. And then afterwards I get into, and, and I'm, I'm every, everything I'm reading in the Bible is what he is saying to me. So every time you open your Bible, uh, he's talking to you. And you listen and you write notes because that's how you live your life. That's how you live a wise life, a good life, a life that is um, in search of him and that will be rewarded by him. And then I go over, I love Deuteronomy 28. I pray that over my farm. We have my husband and I have a large farm here, which is now not, you know, which is now okay. I don't have to worry about it anymore. God blessed it. And uh, then I also pray Psalms 91 over myself and my family. And then I go through individual people. I, a lot of people ask me to pray for them. I pray with them on the phone or I go through my lists every day of, of people that I want to pray for. Um, and then journaling. Just I think, journaling you, my you, write, you, I think you write about that, that God is a God uh, that speaks to us, to our needs. He not only is giving us skills and talents that sometimes we don't pay attention, but he develops them and wants our cooperation to develop those those um, skills mm-hmm. at a specific time to encourage us and mm-hmm. to encourage others. Mm-hmm. And you said another thing that it's so true. And it worked in my life in so many ways that God will make us wiser than our enemies. There is no explanation that I fought against a dictator and he is dead and I'm alive. Because God gave me the wisdom, opened doors, and uh, me strong and courage, yes, strong and courageous and protected me from all the enemies. So our lives Uh, like an open Bible to so many people. And when we let God build that courage in us, it's not only for us, but for others around. And I met so many people that were discouraged. And then and they, as I helped them and trained them, they discovered those skills. Oh, wonderful. I want to say that you will never know how many people you encourage every single day with the Bible verse, with the Bible uh, notes mm-hmm. that you put every single day on Facebook. Um, someone needs Until to hear that. To someone right. needs mm-hmm. to read that. And uh, I hope people are taking that when you are a giver, you you receive, um, mm-hmm. you know, much more than you you gave because that's the way God God works. Right. And what would you say to a young woman that will be busy with changing diapers, with um, um, doing all kind of things, washing, doing all the things that young moms will do at home about their prayer time or their dedication to God and 
because I, I'm sure I know there are ways. They just don't see it. And sometimes they feel guilty. And I try to work about and help them work about that guilt because the guilt comes from, from the evil one. So mm. what is your approach? How would you encourage young mom with kids staying home and raising kids to have that relationship and to let God build the courage in them, not only for them, but for their kids to see that? Okay, so encourage the relationship with the Lord, or encourage, or that it's okay to stay home, and that that's you know, number one, it's okay. Oh, no, I, first I believe the fact that they are staying home. I admire them, mm-hmm. I encourage them, mm-hmm. and I believe they like to do that. But sometimes they feel guilty that they don't have enough time, like we have to spend in the world or to meditate or to do something. Yes, well, my, you know, my daughter. My daughter mm-hmm. has two little girls, and my daughter-in-law has a, a son and a daughter. So I have three granddaughters and one little grandson. Um, they go through that. They they um, are so overwhelmed and so tired because it's not just that they can set aside time in the morning because they've slept all night, right? They're up. So, you know, they just have to really pray about with the Lord when is the best time, and it might be in the corner when you're rocking them to sleep that you're able to to read your Bible or it might be right after they go to bed. For me, the best time is always the morning, but that doesn't mean that that's the best time for everybody else. could be when they're down for their nap, when they wanted to get maybe vacuuming done or something like that. There is nothing more vital, more important than connecting with the Lord sometime during the day. Because the power that you feel and the strength that you feel will be, um, you can't trade it for anything. Um, I can't remember what I was going to say, but yes, it's very, very important, very important. I, I believe you write about that. And sometimes if you fold, uh, you know, clothes, you know, the baby clothes and something. And sometimes um, I I will say to many of them, you drive and you drive with your kids and somebody use, you know, the people or you, everything is just fine. Just pray for people as you are driving. Pray yes, for pray people for around people, you. Listen to sermons. Pray in any any situation, right. like you said, not right. don't just set up a time that if you didn't open the Bible, if you remember by heart, um, you know, uh, Psalm 23, say it, or parts of the Bible verses, or meditate on that, and that, that will help. Mm-hmm. Because I will do whatever it takes to help people to eliminate that uh, that guilt in their heart, because it doesn't come from uh, from God. God accepts us even if we say we don't remember one word from the Bible. The only thing that we want to say to him is, Jesus, help me. Jesus, right. I don't know how to do this. Which is because what there you is said, a very in. important time of your life. Um, you know, trusting in the Lord is so important for everything and listening. People know when you're connected with the Lord because there's an aura about you and the Lord is always with you when you go into a store when you go somewhere else be very aware of it so if you may not have time as a as a when you're with your kids just say Holy Spirit or Jesus I just need you to be right here let people know that you're here 
know, Bill Johnson said that he used to go into this kind of hippie store. There was a health food store uh, around his neighborhood and, and he would always go to this certain place and he would pray over the store and the people there. And um, then he would walk around the store, do his shopping or whatever and leave. And one day, finally the, the uh, atheist uh, storekeeper said to him, you know, Bill, it's just different when you're in here. I don't, know what it is but it's just different we have a whole army that surrounds us we have the love of god that is in us that people see and like you said we'll never know until we get to heaven how our lives have impacted others which means we should always be very kind to people no matter what's going on um so many so much divisiveness politically uh, and we have our own views and we should have our own views, but don't let that separate you from a friend. Don't let them separate you from reaching out and helping others. Always, always. They're all God's children. Oh, you said it so well. And we're going to wrap up with that. It's just so well and so beautiful. I thank you so very much for coming here, Alice. And we'll bring you back. I, we know you have more values to share with us, but we thank appreciate you. your presence here. It's Meditations from Your Abba Father. You can get it on Amazon or at least lobianco.com or... Um, there's the meditations that, that I post every day on meditations from your Abba Father on Facebook. Thank, Thank you. you very Thank much you so much. If you want to know more about Virginia Prodan, her coaching program, buy her book, Saving My Assassin, or invite Virginia to speak at your events, visit virginiaprodanbooks.com. Yeah.